I'm Dr. Scott Lyons, and you're watching or listening to The Gently Used Human. Have you ever found yourself laughing at a meme that felt eerily reflective of your own life, or contemplated how our endless scrolling through digital feeds impacts our mental health? Well, in an era where the lines between online personas and real-life emotions blur, we delve into the fascinating and often untold stories behind social media fame. Joining me today is Rod Thill, better known as the TikTok sensation Just Me Rod. He's not just a content creator, he's a storyteller who blends millennial pop culture, humor, and raw honesty to talk about mental health and the realities of corporate life. Let's get into it. Rodster! Hey, oh Dr. Scott. Hi. I am so excited to have you on the Gently Used Human. I love you. I adore you. And I'm so. We go way back. In fact, I remember the first time we met Mm -hmm. like two months ago. And (laughs) one month ago. (laughs) Was it just a month ago? Yeah, I believe so. You know, time isn't a real thing. Yeah. Just so we're clear. But But, it it feels like. mm I'm going to be honest, it feels like two months that it we've known like each a, other. It feels like a lifetime. Oh, it feels like four lifetimes. Are we just right. up, upping the ante as we go? You're right. Maybe right. we're reincarnate. Oh, wow. You won. Okay. So, I remember the <laughs> first time we met, I really didn't know who you were except I knew you, knew you were a friend of a friend. Right. And yes. we went into that <laughs> same, except that we went into that smoothie place and these random folks came up to you and they're like, oh my God. You helped me survive the pandemic. Yeah. Do you remember that? And at first I, I was like, I was like, are you an ER doctor? Yeah, I know. Literally, and... that's what it feels like sometimes. I'm like, there's people like curing the disease known as COVID-19. But I just made a silly I'm, little video. <laughs> that I mean, life. yeah, I was going to say I was a mental health expert in a country I got stuck in, not the, in the United States. And no one told me I helped them get through the pandemic. But I am so glad... <laughs> That you and your brilliance help people get through the pandemic. Thank You're you. kind of a big deal. Oh, my God. I don't know. As it, just, t- it just happened. <laughs> it just happened. Well, yeah. I kind of want to hear the story of how it just magically happened, if yeah. that's an okay place to start. Yeah, 100%. So, I was working a sales job. I'd been in sales for, at that point, what, that was 2020. So, yeah, I'd been in sales for eight years. I went to school to be a teacher and I just realized after teaching for a little bit that I just saw burnout happen really quickly. Mm. And obviously, like with my own mental health and stuff, I'm like, maybe I should step away from this and try something else. And so, I went to sales because my friends like, you have charisma, Riz, as the kids say. Do you want to be in sales? I'm like, sure. So, then I just kept going with it. Anyway, I was working from home as everyone was sent to work from home and just started making silly little videos about that. I actually made a video that went kind of viral, if you want to call it that. It got like 50, 60,000 views. Uh-huh. And that was back when TikTok was like a dance app and they were like moving more towards comedy and different types of creators. Mm-hmm. And I got so scared that I deleted the app. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want people to perceive me. Like, I, <laughs> I, don't, want to, I don't want to be a notable person. And then a couple months later, I went back on and started making more videos. Another video went viral and one of my friends is like, keep doing that. And so, she was like pushing me, shout out to Chloe, yeah. kept pushing me to make videos and I did and then ended up just saving lives. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding. have saved many lives. Yeah. I mean, what makes you so popular is the way you, like you blend 
millennial pop culture、mm. comedy with like mental health and anxiety awareness and corporate realness. Corporate realness. Corporate realness. <laughs> and can we go back for a moment? Like, what does the voice of a millennial sound like? Because you're like a millennial. Yeah, pop star. You're a millennial star. You're a millennial TikTok star. Me and Britney Spears. You and the you and the B. <laughs> yeah, me and me and Britney bitch. You can bleep that out. <laughs> I, <laughs> we, we're allowed to swear. Oh,、okay. as gently used humans swear. Good.、Rod. Yeah. Well, I think millennials are gently used human. Actually, we're usually、mm. pushed to the brink because it's easy for us to be a doormat. But as you know,、oh. as a fellow millennial, but there's. <laughs> It's really. I'm an elder millennial.、Yeah. I know. I know. Just say it. No. no <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy that we have been through so much as a generation, as every generation has been. But like, I don't know if you look at all these events. We were it was being broadcast first on TV and like live TV, then to this thing. Like, we could consume so much information from this thing being a phone. A phone. Remember, it's a podcast.、Like、social media. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> a phone. <laughs> Social media, like we consume、yeah. everything, so I think、yeah. we just were traumatized by that without knowing. I think that's we want to be seen. You know, I think that's like、yeah. millennial. Like we've I've seen a lot on TikTok how millennials feel like there's a lost generation because like、mm-hmm. we're in between like two very vocal generations and we are kind of more. A lot of us, I don't want to put everyone into this one bubble, but、yeah. a lot of us are kind of just like complacent, or、yeah. even in corporate America, it's like. We're scared to ask for a raise, and it's like you've been there for a year. Why should you be scared to ask for a raise? But that's other deep-rooted trauma that we might have had from、mm. being told to be silent. You know, yeah, growing up. I feel like that's so Raven. You know, and she like has、yeah. sees the future. <laughs> I can see the past. <laughs> But yeah, it's just crazy the things that I think like, they call that, that trauma. Yeah, and the, that's trauma. That's、yeah. just trauma. I'm so that's Raven. That's so funny. That's so Raven. Except you see the past, and it's just that's trauma. so trauma. That's trauma. That's our, yeah. yeah, that's our new show. That's、yeah. so trauma. Oh my god, that's so trauma. That's funny. But let's make a podcast and call it "That's So Trauma." That's hilarious. I think you're on it now. Yeah, just with a different name. Yeah, we can make the theme song. <laughs> That's so trauma.、Yeah. I think that was the Jetsons, but、yeah. do that, they have that copyrighted? Can I just no, do that? That's so trauma. It's the past that I can see. So that's what I, I of course、oh, know that that's the Raven theme song by heart. Oh,、yeah. you just implanted that into the that's so Raven. Yeah, of course. I see what you did there. That's super millennial of you. Yeah, well, I'm a millennial. I've never actually seen that show. It was very Disney kitschy, but it was it was one of my faves. Because it's funny because I actually don't feel like a millennial because I don't know any of the millennial references. That's fine. Maybe you aren't a millennial. I am. <laughs> Stop it. <I'm... laughs> You're so funny. I, I love that you think I'm sixty. <laughs> My dad turns sixty in next week. So. so he and I are the same yeah, age, according yeah, to you. Exactly. That, that's that's very sweet. According to you, you know that song. That could be a good reference. I don't. Who is that? I think I don't know any pop cultural reference. Oranthi is the artist. It's like a one-hit wonder from two thousands. Okay, I mean, like I like was off social media until I just well, wasn't on social media until recently, and I'm still not really on. Like I feel like Oranthi.、Yeah, I、um, yeah. I feel you, like you felt like that was like the radio. That was the radio. Were you off I the radio too. I was off the radio. I had a this police isn't scanner. Like, this isn't new. This is like. <laughs> This is 2002. This song was released. I'd never listened to music when I was directing operas. I got this 
huge job, like with one of the biggest rock bands in the world. And I didn't know who they were. And so I called my parents. And I, I won't say who they are. Was this online. the Jonas Brothers? No. <laughs> I said the biggest rock band in the world. I don't know who these Jonas Brothers are, but I'm sure they're nice. Yeah. Big, big time rush. Big time. Did you say rush? That's Oh my God. Big time rush is like a boy band from like 2006 probably. What is a boy band? No, I'm just kidding. I know what a boy band. I don't know the boy bands. I remember the talking heads from the 80s and that that is where it stops. Wait, can you name all the boy bands that you know? I had a roommate in New York who was in a boy band. Okay, but no, that's not the question. Name the boy bands that you know. Yeah, I know them. Because no, I not had that a you know in real life that you are familiar with. That oh, you, oh, 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 oh. You know so many famous people like, well, I know this person. <laughs> oh, my God. How embarrassing for you. <laughs> I, I can neither confirm nor deny the famous people I know. Popular boy bands. I know the Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know them, but you do. <laughs> so, by proxy, I know the, them. Yeah, we're talking about the general public, though. Like The okay. general public knows them. Like you in 2003, which boy bands did you, were you familiar I knew with? NSYNC. Yes. I can't name any of their music. I don't know why I'm blushing and feel so embarrassed. Is this what you do on your content? You just like help people realize they don't know anything from pop culture? No, I educate on pop culture. Oh, maybe I should start tuning into your station. Like your okay, radio station? Yeah, it's, my, it's my station. <laughs> okay, wait, 98 Degrees. You remember that one? Uh, Nick did they have a... Did they have a video in a boxing ring? Probably. As did probably NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Oh, shit. <laughs> LMNT, that's more niche. You, I don't think you know that one. Mm-mm. Big no, time, I, big time it rush. It literally stops at NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. I'm O-Town? happy to hear... Th- uh, nope. But I'm happy to hear there were more than just the two of them. And BB Mac? Wow. BB Mac, is that a person or a band? It's a band. Like, nope. Or should I know them? No, it's okay. Okay, phew. So I, I can continue Don't force in my life. To be someone that you're not. Thank you. Thank you for that sweet advice. Speaking of. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, this is your podcast. Let's get back to it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm still so curious about like being recognizable, exposure. Like your life is perceivably available for anyone to tune into. Like anyone could tune into your radio station on TikTok. And. <laughs> <laughs> and and I just like, I, I want to know what that's like. I can't even fathom it, except that I had another friend who I, we used to walk around New York City. And similarly to my experience with you, like some people come up to her and be like, oh my God, you're on my TV shows. Like you're in my stories because she was in soap operas. Oh, right. And so like people perceived that she was actually her character. And now- is Rod on his radio station on TikTok, is he a character? Do you create a character of yourself or a character? Yeah. No, that's a good question. I feel like, no, it's not a character. It's me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's this balance though because people think because I post on the internet that I need to show all of me, mm. which that's not the case. Yeah. Not even for my own sake, but just for other mm-hmm. people's that don't want, like a, there's people in my life that don't want their life plastered everywhere you know and that's fine and that's a difficult balance Mm. that's a difficult balance because there's also a lot that i'm going through that i don't want to talk about on the internet because i'm processing it still myself yeah 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 i was about to say like what but i'm (laughs) (laughs) no no no. No, i mean we've kind of talked about it like religion's a big one and that a lot of other things fall under that yeah identity obviously is a big one and 
yeah, it's just, it's hard to live. I was enjoying it for a long time and I do enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. But then there's moments where it's scary because it feels like people, I feel people are telling me that I'm like fake for not showing every part of my life, hmm. which sucks because yeah. I don't feel like I sh should have to. Like I talk yeah. about work and I talk about growing up in the 90s, 2000s. Like I don't talk about everything else. Yeah. So I wouldn't call myself like a lifestyle creator. Okay. Where like vlogging and day in my life, like I've never really done that. Yeah. And it sounds like people want it. And then because you're not offering it in that way, they have some type of reaction to it. Right. And it's hard for them to just say, oh, there's something about you. Like, you know, you're, I don't want to say accessible. But there's something about you that makes people feel able to tune into and relatable. That's the word I was thinking, mm -hmm. relatable. Mm -hmm. And I think they want perhaps maybe more of it. I think people romanticize fame. Mm -hmm. And then they also pedestal people in those positions about like what they want they should get. Totally. And and I, so I hear that. Yeah. How I, do you? Yeah. It's like interesting because like I'm still living in Chicago. I'm not living yeah. in L.A. I'm not yeah. living in a big mansion. I don't own a house. I'm still renting my apartment. Yeah. You know, it's not like the romanticized fame because there was definitely a moment where I was trying to live that lifestyle, but it's because yeah. I was kind of escaping my own life where like the second I would get the opportunity to go to LA, I would go, you know, or the second yeah. I would get the opportunity to go to New York. But I definitely slowed down a lot on that just to protect my own peace and it's helped yeah. out a lot. Yeah. It's almost like a permission to say, we're allowed to disappoint people in our life. Right. Or they're allowed to feel disappointed. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's such a self-care mechanism to accept that just because someone feels disappointed doesn't mean that anything else has to happen. Like right. it's disappointment is a natural feeling. Totally, totally. Yeah. And they're allowed to have it. Exactly. And we don't have to and fix then, it. And <laughs> that's their emotion to own. That, ooh. I can't control their emotion. My actions can't. I can control my actions that would cause that emotion, but I can't control the emotion. Yeah. But also I know that I'm like, but do I want to go and be a Debbie Downer for three hours and then go home and feel more overwhelmed that I could have devoted that time to something that would cause me to feel less overwhelmed, you know? Well said. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just about getting that permission in oneself to be able to put yourself first. Right. I want to take a moment to give a loud shout out to The Embody Lab, which is uh, one of the most incredible resources for body-based and somatic therapies. This show is all about healing, and The Embody Lab does exactly that. Whether you're on your own journey of transformation and discovery, or enhancing your skill sets in your career as like a coach or a therapist, a body worker, or really any career where you are supporting other gently used humans, the Embody Lab is your place for deep, inspiring, and impactful workshops, certificates, masterclasses, and an incredible community of like-minded folks. I love the Embody Lab, and so do so many other people that call it a platform to come home to over and over again. The Embody Lab is giving my listeners an exclusive offer, a one-time 10% off code to enhance your embodied well-being. All you have to do is go to theembodylab.com and use the code GENTLYUSE10 at checkout. 
You know, that's such a big lesson, I think, for so many people, is this idea that they could come first. Mm. And they're like, but I'm letting everyone down. And it's like, if you're not here in yourself, and you're not really present, because you're overriding your own needs, if you're overriding your own feelings and experiences and energy level, Mm -hmm. then you're not actually really there for them anyways. And I, I mean, I know that you've had quite a journey in navigating the body dysmorphia mm-hmm. and the overexercising mm-hmm. and then different trends and stuff like that in terms of how much you're eating and calorie intake mm-hmm. and all of that. And I'm hoping you're open to sharing a little bit yeah. more about that. And then having to get in front of a camera yeah. almost like every day and know that there are people perceiving you looking at you as well like how do you balance all of that how do you find your peace in all of that man it's hard because like so i I grew up like from the body standards at the time overweight Mm -hmm. and like in my heaviest i was like 350 and that was like post-college and then one day i just like got on a treadmill and then didn't get off for six months but i was like counting every single seed that went in my body like if i ate a lick of almond butter. I had to put that in a calorie counting app. I was on the scale twice a day. It was really unhealthy. I had to run off as many calories as I was eating. And at the time, I was only eating like 1,200 to 1,600 calories a day. Yeah, it was really bad. And I lost. So March, I was at three. March was probably at 325. And then by September of that year, I was 180. That's a significant drop, rapid drop. You know, one of the things I really appreciate is you being such a such a spokesperson for mental health mm-hmm. and well-being and sharing vulnerably so much of your own life story. And it's not to say that you have to share everything, but the things you do share have a lot of value for people in that way and, and normalizing things that so many of us go through. Can we talk about trends? Because, sure. you know... I know nothing about trends, but right. and you're like my go-to about trends. Let's start with this one. How often do you think about the Roman Empire? Oh my God! Well, it's funny. I <laughs> so I said I was in school to be a teacher, and my focus was in ancient history. So I love I, that. When I taught, it was like Greek mythology and history. Yeah. So I think about it a lot because I studied it. But I don't know. I don't think about like battles and all that. I think about like Pompeii. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, that volcano, I was like weirdly obsessed. Like my parents should have put me in therapy that as a third grader, I'm like, I need to have every single book that has ever created on this volcano destructing an entire city. And like my parents are like, okay. <laughs> like I was they, obsessed with Pompeii. Obsessed. <laughs> That's I can great, tell you like, everything about it. Like, it I, is, tell me everything yeah. about it. And that's great because I got you a Pompeii birthday cake. Great. <laughs> a volcano <laughs> birthday cake. But do you not really know about Pompeii? No, I know. I, oh, but yeah. I want your experience oh, and yeah. your excitement about well, Pompeii. This is, so, Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago here just yeah. had a Pompeii exhibit and, of course, went. And I didn't know this, that there was another town on the other side of Vesuvius, the uh-huh. volcano, yeah. that was closer to the volcano. And it was destroyed as well, but not as fast oh. as Pompeii because of the wind Winds. that day. Yeah. That day. Like the that winds were going that... in an abnormal direction that day. Yeah. And that's how it took out Pompeii. You know, as I had an interview earlier today to talk about that trend of how men on TikTok think about the Roman Empire several times a day. Yeah. And I woke up to the request, the media request, and 
I laugh because I had no idea what they were talking about because I'm not on social media right. much or at all. And so I Googled it and I was like, what a strange phenomenon. And I talked but it's to funny the, that it's accurate. Like these people are getting on and it's like, but a lot of these couples on TikTok stage things. So it could be very staged, but. And it's like, okay, so maybe we saw some Hollywood imagery in movies around this particular time period and it got romanticized. And the other thing I was saying to the reporter was like, what they might be thinking about is a romanticized version. First of all, people in that time period were dying at like late 20s, early 30s. There was a lot of pedophilia. There was a lot of severe violence and destruction of colonization. There's nothing sexy and hot about those things. Do you know, I so just the, think too? It's like yeah. they didn't have toothbrushes. <laughs> I don't know why that's, I think that. That's like, what you go to? It's, I'm like, or if you see like a movie of someone like stranded for a long time somewhere, yeah. or like lost in space, I'm like, how, yeah. are, they, how are they brushing their teeth? Oh my that's gosh. the first thing I think about. Do you like to brush your teeth? Oh, yeah. Twice a day. Twice a day? Yeah, of course. Now, I have this question that I ask people, and maybe it's a trend. And then I'd like to talk to you about making up some trends for people. Great. I like to ask people, if you had to choose between oh, God. flossing and sex, you only get to pick one, which one would you do? Flossing. Flossing. Absolutely. This is why we're friends. So, if you were to create a bunch of new trends. I just thought we could list off some trends for people to just play around with to start. Like, I'm not an influencer like you are, but I believe we could start some interesting trends. I believe as well. Are you ready? I'm ready. I would start a trend of hobby horsing on ice skates. Hobby horsing is where you have like, it's a horse's head with a long stick or rod attached oh, to yeah, it. Oh yeah, like growing up like those little toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except this is like a professional situation and they like have serious competitions where like you're the legs of the horse and you're trotting and leaping and galloping and it's like ballet with a horse rod between you. Okay. So, hobby horsing on ice skates uh -huh. is the trend I want to start on TikTok. Right. Okay. What would you start? I think, you know, they're like growing up, they're like fun runs and stuff like that. Or What's like a fun run. A fun run's like a, a 5K, like a themed 5K, like a hot chocolate 5K or like a Thanksgiving, a turkey trot around Thanksgiving. What? You know what a 5K is, right? I know. It's like 5,000. No, what a 5K, like in, as far as running, a 5K is 3.1 in six minutes. If you're going to ask the question, <laughs> no, I, <laughs> your sarcasm <I'm> <laughs> is so real that it is so difficult to tell if you're being serious or not. You're welcome. Wait, but I don't actually know what a a fun K or fun, fun 5K. run is like a fun run. So like around Thanksgiving, it's like most cities have what's called a turkey trot or something similar where it's like a Thanksgiving themed 5K where like you run that morning at the end, they'll have like beer or hot chocolate or something and then you go eat your Thanksgiving food. Wow. And is this really a popular thing? Every city has something like this, fun runs. And I'm sure your producers are like, yeah, of course. Like it's... <laughs> Can't believe you don't know what this is. I don't know what I, I told you. I okay. I grew up under a rock, which is just a name for a university. <laughs> right there, you go. But I want to start a group. Okay, like a fun run. Except this, I want to do the fun power walk. Oh, where it's like you you can't run. No one can run. No one can this run five k. Wait, but you have, have to you power walk it. 
Have you seen the Power Walk marathons? Yeah. Not marathons, the Power Walk races. Like an Olympics and stuff. Yeah, the Olympic yeah, Power Walk. Yeah, but I just walking. want this for everyone and I want it to be fun. Like, it's, I feel like Power Walking is so competitive. I want it to just be fun. It's so competitive. Have you ever been to the Mall of America? Yeah, I went to college in Minnesota. Oh, that's right. Minneapolis, yeah. Minneapolis, yes. Did you ever see the Power Walking groups in the Mall of America? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, of course. I saw the Mall Walkers. They will run you over. Oh, they don't care. Like, they do not way. care. It's like, yeah. I'm just trying to go to the candle, the Yankee candle. The, oh my God, I, the Yankee candle. To the gently used human brought to you by the Yankee candle store the at the Yankee Mall of America. By the Yankee candle. <laughs> Wait, Bad Bath and Beyond. No, not Bad Bath and Beyond. What is the, what is the other one? Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works. My There's mom, a couple of those at the Mall of America. My mom still uses the vanilla Noel scent. Oh. Like for her like body wash and soaps and stuff. Wow. We'll send her a care package. Yeah. I used to work at the Mall of America. Where, what store? Bose. You don't have to say. Bose Electronics. Oh, oh I said did it will bleep it out. Did anyone go in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was super popular. Yeah, I didn't know anything about electronics, but I memorized the script and I was convincing. There you go. <laughs> See, I was in sales too. There you go. When we were talking about like corporate, because uh, anyways. Okay, more trends. I would do a trend called Bone Broth with Gwyneth, where I just drink bone broth and pretend Gwyneth is there pretend with me. <laughs> if you would have said Gwyneth is there with me, like that's not a trend. That's <laughs> but if you pretend, I love that. You pretend. I mean, if I really but wanted to, that would to have to be the only thing you her. eat that day and put in your body that day. Oh my god! Yeah. Wait. Are there other f- things to consume? Listen on this podcast. I hope <laughs> you do not promote that type of lifestyle. <laughs> no, no. I'm just creating trends. Right. Because that's the the ridiculousness of many trends. I'm just highlighting with the playfulness that we are good. offering. I have a good one. Okay, tell me. Like a gallery wall. You know how people have gallery walls and stuff in their house, which is just like a bunch of pictures that are... Oh, okay. Yeah. Except you just leave the stock photos in there. <laughs> and like see what people say. Yeah. But every oh, stock photo that. has to have a backstory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So you have to like prep by creating yeah. the backstory, or does is yeah, it have no, to be it's improvised? Like, do you, if, or improvised? Okay. Can you give me an example of an imp, of an improvised? Yeah. Oh, this backstory is my, of a This is my aunt and uncle. They have a wonderful house in the Hamptons that we got, used to go to every summer growing up. But once they become empty nesters, they sold the house in the Hamptons and moved to the Upper East Side. And it's a picture of a dog. <laughs> no, it's a picture of like a couple. I already know that the couple looks like in my head. Like, oh, you do? He has gray hair, but it looks so good. And yeah. he's like perfectly chiseled facial hair, but like probably 50, but they made him look 60, you know? Wow. Wow. I can't wait to also buy that stock photo and come up with my own story. I think, have you seen The Switch? The movie The Switch with Jennifer Aniston and not Jason Sudeikis. Uh, what's his face? From Rest of Development. Jason Bateman. Can you remind me what it was about? So, Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston are like best friends, college best friends. And okay. she is after a couple of years after like she wanted to have a kid and then turns out she was like meeting these crappy men. So, she's like, I'm just going to do it myself. Gets a sperm donor. Mm-hmm. Jason Bateman at the party that she was going to like, cel- she was celebrating her whatever ends up spilling the sperm down as the sink so then he puts his own sperm back in and he's drunk and then it's all about how it's like his kid wow yeah wow. but the kid because she, she's a single mom and the kid didn't have a yeah. dad and Nora never knew his dad because they stopped talking after that 
party because I had a big fight, not about that. But then yeah. in his room, he just has stock photos everywhere that he has like made up stories because he doesn't have an actual family. Oh, really. <laughs> the kid does. The kid does. Oh. Uh, and they pay him to be like on the spectrum. Yeah. They might mention it. So, yeah, he's very, just like an interesting wow. kid. Wow. Will you ruin the ending for me? Yeah, Jason Bateman's the dad. Because like that's the ending. It's like you don't know. They don't know. But the kid is like, Jason Bateman plays this like Debbie Downer character. And the kid is like yeah. literally Jason Bateman reincarnate. I think he's one of the most amazing child actors I've ever seen. You have to watch wow. the movie. It's so funny. I'm still processing that you just ruined the movie for me. You told me to. <laughs> and it was a movie from 2008. So, if you haven't seen it yet, catch up. Oh, that's why I haven't seen it. I was gone for a couple of years. You were off the, you were off the internet. <laughs> I was off the planet. I have one where it's taking, instead of like breaking down your boxes and putting them in the trash can, you yeah. build forts with them. <laughs> I did that this weekend. Yeah, there you go. I'm trending. You're trending. But do the forts have to be like elaborate? Like we're talking like you want. professional forts. I think that would be the trend is like some people could do it really well and some people could just like make a circle with it and sit in it. But like I would, <laughs> I would like make a desk out of it and like work from it, you know, like. I love that. I would love to see your box desk. Okay. Do it. Send me the photos. This show is also brought to you by the absolutely stunning and powerful tools for transformation that are created by Omala. Oof, even the name Omala transports you to a place of flow and vitality. These are some of my favorite products ever, like an amazing color-changing yoga mat that responds to your temperature and presence and reflects back your posture in real time. They have this incredible smelling skin balm candle that heats up to activate all the essential oils and vitamins that your skin has been craving for. I mean, look, if I could live in a giant bath of this candle, I would 100% do it. They also have these journals that lead you into a profound insight, and then you can plant those journals to create a stunning flower garden. I mean, damn, if that's not both deep and inventive, I don't know what is. If you're someone who desires to live in a luxurious flow of life and who believes in transformative wellness, then you have to check out Omala. Omala is giving my listeners an exclusive discount to treat yourself to something that is as special as you, boo. All you have to do is go to omala.com, that's O-M-A-L-A.com. Use the discount code DrScott10 at checkout. And a portion of every purchase goes to an incredible charity. You got this. I'm so excited because I have this fantasy of starting a trend because I'm just... I think the Gwyneth um, one would take off. You, you think so? 100%. Okay, should we should we co-create a video? Yeah, I feel like we need to figure that out. We need to we need um, to we need to workshop it a little bit more. Okay. Do you want me to call her and ask her yeah. to be in it or no? What if you just called Taylor up? <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't know what TikTok sounds. There's a TikTok, if I called what? There's a TikTok sound of Chris Jenner going, What if you just called Taylor up? What do you mean a Taylor? sound? Like a TikTok sound, like a viral sound on TikTok that people voice over, but then they use it in different contexts. You have to talk to me like the 70 year old you think I am. That's, I don't know how the seven year old would understand that. 70. Uh, mm. this, this seven that year could old. be a trend. <laughs> talk to me. Like, Talking about current trends, like my friend's a 70 year old. 
<laughs> I would be so grateful for that because I actually, I just don't understand trends or I don't feel like I could follow them easily. So I'm really excited for this. Good. I'm so excited. I'm going to start the Gwyneth one now. Do you want to talk about workplace drama? Since we haven't talked sure. about corporate yes. millennial. What happens in corporate comedy? Break it down for me. It's about like, you know, chatting with your work bestie about how much you hate your job and then two seconds later getting on an all-hands meeting saying that you're so grateful to work there. Oh, that's funny. It's okay. looking at my boss's calendar to see if they're meeting with HR before my one-on-one because I think I'm getting fired for doing nothing wrong. Why do you have access to your boss's calendar? Uh, I've only worked at startups. Oh, okay. <laughs> startups are all about transparency. Oh, okay. Go on. All right. It's going on a mental health walk thinking it'll fix all the problems when I get back from it. Like every problem that I had went away. It's like unmuting yourself just to make a fake laugh. <laughs> on so a people Zoom know call? that you're on it. Yeah. <laughs> when you're really like doing it's, other things. It's like looking at what someone's background looks like. Like if someone's in their home office or something, seeing like all their decorations and artwork they have instead of paying attention to the actual presentation. Uh-huh. Like I've been looking at your orchid this entire time. How do you feel about it? It's beautiful. Oh. How old is it? It's uh, nine years old today. No way. Happy yeah, do you want to wish it happy birthday? Yeah. Virgo. Its name is Christine. You have a lot of sun coming through today, though. That's good. It just, started, you... it just started raining here. In the Midwest? I can't imagine. I actually love rainy season. I can be depressed in comfort. <laughs> Did nothing you just say? Than, there's nothing worse than being depressed when the sun's out. Ugh. You feel validated in your depression when it's raining? Yeah. I'm like, cool, I can enjoy this now. So, going back though for a moment of, you know, having to keep up with all the trends and constantly posting and navigating at all these fans and their pedestal interview and and all of these other like pressures. Mm -hmm. What type of like mental health breaks or things have you done for yourself that have been significant? Yeah, I think it's interesting because like, People like, your life must be so much cooler now. And like, I, for a mm. while I thought it was, but then I realized I was neglecting a lot of other parts of my life that needed to be addressed in order for mm. my betterment. And it was actually traumatic because like I'm having this really high, high professional, professional experience, but then my personal life was at like its lowest mm. and I couldn't meet in the middle because I had, for the because I didn't show all of my life on the internet, I had to still keep that high, high. But then I was dealing with this low, low, and I was so scared of stepping away for even like a week and decided to start looking into residential therapy, which is basically just like you live in a house with other people. And I found a place and didn't post for an entire month and a half and was away from the world, away from my life, which is really hard. I was away from my family, which is really hard. But I wouldn't take it back for the world. We had therapy every day. We had group therapy every day. There are all these different experiences. I discovered sound baths, which I'd never done before, which I loved. Guided meditation, guided imagery, which was really important. And actually worked on like finding a relationship with like a higher power again. Like I was talking to my therapist in there and this was really healing because I was like, I don't believe in God. Like that's what I was saying. And she's like, I don't believe in God. And she's like, okay well, why did, like, what don't you believe in? I was telling him, like, I don't believe in, like, the God that I learned about within the four walls of the church that I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And that was more because of, like, what I experienced with the people there. And then she's, my therapist was like, okay, well, like, do you think there's something higher than you? 
I was like, what do you mean? She's like, do you think there's something more powerful than you? I was like, well, yeah, like science, you know, like, it's like air, like we all need air to breathe and live. And she's like, okay, well, why can't that be God to you? Mm. I was like, you do have a point. So, (laughs) but uh, there are a lot of those different things. I've learned about DBT therapy there, specialized in DBT therapy. They helped me find a new therapist here in Chicago, which who I love and trust with my whole heart. Got diagnosed with ADHD there because my whole life, like I kind of stayed away from it because I didn't want to have it. Mm-hmm. And it scared me and was given the resources for that, which has been helpful. And then just like working through this new life and how to move mm-hmm. forward. Yeah. And there's that tension between those ideologies and the reality of biochemistry and, and mental health that there are things way beyond our control. Right. Exactly. And to break those walls, to break those ideologies down allows us to also get help. Yeah. And I really hear how you you did that for yourself, which is so incredible because it's not easy. Yeah. Trucking on. Trucking on. And thank you for being here and and thank you for you know doing the work that you're doing and thank you for doing the work you're doing (laughs) pleasure my pleasure where can people find you i mean not find you find you but like (laughs) yeah people have i know i know i posted like a random street corner yeah that like had the corner of one building in it in chicago and someone's like oh my god are you at blah 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 i'm like what like it was creepy Anyway, yeah. you can find me just me Rod on Instagram, just me dot Rod on Instagram, or Rod on TikTok R O D. And then I actually have a newsletter that you were just in called mm-hmm. Workdays W O R K D A Z E. We like give advice and talk about you know what it's like to work when you don't want your whole life to be work. Mm. How do you work against work? Yes. <laughs> exactly and where can people find your is it your sub sandwiches where, where can they find your meat my oh al's beef it's al's like an beef. italian beef sandwich yeah italian beef sandwich i love that yes that's in chicago right it's in chicago love that i just saw you posting stuff about your meat and i was like what's going on my meat. yeah well, you know what i mean yeah i got it all right Cool. My friend, thank you so much for joining yeah. us on the Gently Used Human. We love you, you. We love what you're me. doing and you, keep doing it thanks, until you're done. Scott. And then we support that. Love that. Thank you. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how far this goes. Thank you for listening to the Gently Used Human podcast with Dr. Scott Lyons and friends. Visit GentlyUse.com for fun extras, including submitting your questions for advice from a Midwestern mom. And don't forget to spill the tea and gossip about the show with all your friends and frenemies. And show some love by giving us five stars and leaving a review in your favorite apps. This helps us connect with all the other gently used humans out there. Oh, and by the way, you look fierce today. <laughs>